0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See betmgm.com for terms. Twenty-one plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington D.C.
1: Hey, reps. Jared Ivy here. This is the Ivy League. My podcast presented by On Three and Riverland Roofing. We're on site here in downtown Oxford. At, uh, at this beautiful location. Uh, you can come here for all your roofing needs, 662-644-4297, uh, riverlandroofing.com. So what is the Ivy League podcast? Uh, it's an up-close-and-personal look at Ole Miss football through a player's perspective. We're going to be doing a whole bunch of stuff, interviewing players, a bunch of different uh, locations. And just for y'all to get to know uh, us as players, me personally, um, and, and for me to get to know y'all through uh, On3 where you can ask any type of questions uh, you can think of. They can be football related. They can be roofing related. They can be funny. They can be whatever you want them to be. Uh, we'll answer them. That's the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com. Today on Ivy League, presented by Riverland Roofing, uh, we're having Chris Poupol on Arkansas transfer linebacker. Uh, He's been here about just under a month now, and and we're going to hear about his upbringing and uh, his transition into Ole Miss. It'll be a real good one. I'm super excited about this opportunity to get the ball rolling. Uh, I hope y'all tune in every Thursday morning uh, with me, any number of people, my teammates, coaches, support staff a whole mix of different people to, to talk to and get to know, affiliated with Ole Miss football. Without further ado, Chris Poupol. How's it going, Rebs? This is Jared Ivy here with the Ivy League Podcast. Um, I'm here with my first all-time guest, Mr. Who Paul? Uh Chris Pool Paul, uh transfer linebacker from Arkansas. How you doing today, bro? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. So I wanted to get the fans introduced to you. I know uh you're new to the team and um you know the fans just don't know a lot about uh the transfer
2: guys. So tell
1: them tell them your story, like tell them tell them your beginnings.
2: Uh so really uh I come from a small town in Georgia called Cordill, Georgia, it's about hours south of Atlanta. Um Football, where I come from, was really, like, more of a, like, tradition type thing. So, it's, like, we really took football, like, very serious, though, like, down there. And it was, like, on Fridays, it was just different. Like, you understand the feeling. Like no, on, for sure, yeah. On Fridays, bro, it's just, like, a different, like, atmosphere. The whole like, city shut down. No, nah, facts. Like, yeah. people taking our work and everything, you yeah, feel yeah. Know what I'm saying? So, But um, I started there, you know. But I've been playing football since I was about, like, the age of four. And I signed up because my dad started coaching me then. So then it was really like um, he started when he started coaching me. He kind of took value and like what I brought to the field and stuff like that. So right. you've been playing linebacker the whole time? No. So what people don't know is I really started out. I was a running back. Wow. I was a running back. Everybody think they're running back, bro. Bro, I'm, I'm telling you,
1: I'm nice. You get bro. moved to I'm
2: nice, man. Call me Tiki Barber, bro. Y'all don't know who that <laughs> is. I'm glad y'all know who that is, but man, so like. Um, I was a running back at first, so but once I got like older and like my body started like filling out and stuff like that, then I moved to linebacker because I got taller, you know, my body started expanding and things like that. And plus, that's what coaches like, like, schools that recruited me, that's what they was really like wanting me for. So in high school, you were playing both. Yeah, I was playing both. So in high school, I was a running back, I was a tight end, Mm. and I was a linebacker. ATH. Come on, bro. Okay. but they ain't Rivals didn't want to put that on my profile. They ain't want <laughs> to they they like see, see me shine for real. They want to see me shine. But shout out my buddy Chad
1: Simmons, though. So then what went into the uh C U C I heard you say Arkansas. I know that was your final decision. What went into the decision? Like, um, and what was your top five, like the last few schools you were looking at?
2: Bro, so really, like, what what really made me go to Arkansas was it was kind of like because like I'm a heavy faith guy. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, I'm always in my faith. But like, it was like. God just put, like, all them coaches in, like, one area. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I was Coach Pittman, who's the head coach there now. He was offensive line coach at Georgia, as well as the special teams coordinator that's there. His name is Coach Frown. Mm-hmm. He was at Georgia with Coach Pittman. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you've been locked in with him. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, and then, like, the offensive coordinator that was there, uh, Kendall Browse, he was at Florida State. He, he recruited me there. Yeah, okay. And so um, then we had a running backs coach there. I knew him since we was in high school. Uh, he went to Cedar Grove. He was the head coach for oh, Cedar Grove. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so um, then he ended up going. He getting a running back job at Georgia State. That's what he offered me from mm-hmm. when he got to Georgia State. And then he ended up going to Arkansas. Okay. And So, um, so but, just a
1: bunch of long-term –
2: Relationships that you've had with these coaches like since early in high school, no, fast, fast. That you kind of didn't feel it
1: at other spots,
2: really. I really didn't, but it was like all those schools, like you get what I'm saying, like even the DC that was there, uh, Barry Odom, he was talking to me at Mizzou when he was a head coach, right? So these
1: are just all so, like, okay, maybe I would have been into Mizzou or I'd have been into FSU and this coach was recruiting me, they all just somehow ended up at Arkansas together,
2: exactly. And what people don't know is, bro. I was really before I committed to Arkansas and stuff, right? and I'm, that's why I'm saying I'm heavy in faith. I got to talking to God and stuff. I was mm. going to Florida State. Wow. I was gonna end up uh, committing to Florida State. It's only it was close to home. Great program. You get know what I'm saying? Like Florida State from my hometown was only like two and a half hours away. Yeah. So it was yeah, like, yeah. bro, like why not? You get know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Plus I got a lot of family down there in Tallahassee. In Yes, man. Bro. I heard Tally crazy. Uh, listen, <laughs> listen. I heard Tally crazy. It is, bro. Yeah. I, I had the time of my life. I ain't going to yeah. lie. And that's, <laughs> why, and that's why God steered you to Arkansas. No, man, man, God said be patient, my Yo, son. Yeah, me, be patient. Tally a little too crazy. Cool <laughs> right now. So, but I ended up, I got to Arkansas, man, because it was really just off. Like, and what people don't know, what most people don't know, is I never took a visit to Arkansas. Like, wow. it was during COVID right that time, mm-hmm. and it was like, bro, like, Never been to the state of Arkansas in my life. My first time ever even being in the state of Arkansas was my moving day. So what were some things off-rip that
1: were different? Like, not even a welcome to the SEC, but a welcome to Arkansas, like, just how things move, how the campus feels, the stuff around the campus. Like, what, what were you feeling when you first stepped on campus?
2: Yeah, so, like, the people there, like, they real cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, the fans there, that was good, you know. But the people in the communities, they was really, like, it was just real, like, Home give was kind of like they give those type vibes, so okay. it's like, bro, like they welcome me in with open arms. You get what I'm saying? What so, I, I ain't, it was never a time I felt uncomfortable there, uh, or I just felt like I didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But it was like, um, you know, so when I got up there, it was now it was kind of like a culturalist uh shock to me, uh, if I'm being honest, because you know, I'm come from uh, you know, I'm not real big, I don't get into like race and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but like. Where I come from is predominantly, you know, African-American. Yes. So, you know, but once I got to Arkansas and things like that, you know, I started getting around different people from different places, different ethnicities, Mm. different cultures. You know, it just really, really just opened my eyes to what the world really has to offer. You get what I'm saying? For sure, for sure, yeah. So, you know, I I felt like I made some lifelong friends there. I joined the fraternity while I was there, bro. I see that. Yeah, what what was that process like? Bro, it was, Coming to bruhs. It was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, it was fun, bro. I can't lie. It, it was fun, you know. And, and through that, bro, I, I gained bonds, you know, that I'll cherish for lifetime and things like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, man, it was it was really overall just – it was great. It was a great experience for me. That's what's up. So, so what was your on-the-field SEC moment, my welcome to the SEC moment, maybe a big play early on in your career or something like that? Man, so I remember, bro, like it was my sophomore year. This was two years ago. It was my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And, man, I was – I had got my first start. It was against um, South Carolina. Okay. And, bro, like, I had sat Spencer Rattler. Home or away? Home. We was home. Okay, that's what's up. Sat Spencer Rattler, bro. Got the ball, picked it up, and scored a touchdown. But, but, this what happened, bro. My knee hit the ground when I picked the ball up. And off of a drilling, bro, I just started sprinting. Like, no. I got to sprint. Like, I had everybody hype, bro. I had everybody hype, everybody jump around. I done ran up to the crowd, bro. I done ran up there and started dabbing people. Up. It's still
1: a clip, though. No it's count, still a no clip. count. Yeah. I still posted it. I still posted it, bro. Like, I
2: still posted it. Y'all can't take that from me. I, I tell everybody I scored, yeah. Oh, God, I did. I, I had them make, I had the video team that make an edit of it and everything. I still got the edit, bro. Like, I was like, bro, like, I'm not. Y'all, they can't nah, take the that Fumble from Six
1: me. is a crazy moment. I just, uh, I had my first Fumble Six ever last year against Tulane um it was kind of like end of the game game sealer like their their last drive so all the booze and stuff nah, I stared down yeah. the uh student section so yeah no that that was an insane moment yeah that's a hell of a welcome to the SEC moment at, nah, as bad, a as a bro. sophomore like,
2: man that was that was so crazy like, that's something that i would never forget bro and then like another like great experience was last year bro we played Florida in Florida we was like sh- swamp we bro. will be there I hope y'all travel Yeah, real quick, sidebar. Hope
1: y'all travel. I'm trying to turn the swamp into the vault. Let's do it. Swamp into the vault. Yeah, swamp into the vault. Yeah, coin that. (laughs) So, (laughs) I was playing in Gainesville for the first time.
2: Well, and it was actually my birthday. It was on my birthday, and we was coming out like, bro, we had lost a couple games in a row. Like, we just couldn't find no momentum. Mm -hmm. And, like, bro, for us to go down there and beat those boys in overtime, like, and we, like, in that Arkansas program, that was so big because we have never beat – Game, like Florida and Gainesville, wow. we never beat them. Like that was our first time ever doing that. Damn. And like, bro, like I was, man. Yeah, that's man. insane
1: to be a part of. You no, kept, you that, kept some of the gear. You kept the glove or a towel, maybe the helmet, jersey, something like that from that game.
2: Yeah, I gave my mom uh, the towel that I was wearing mm-hmm. and the gloves that I was wearing. I gave her that, and then I had gave her. Uh, she got a she got one of my jerseys.
1: Uh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So moving on from Arkansas, tell me about your transition into coming to Old Miss. Like, what was it like? In the portal,
2: how fast did things get rolling,
1: and uh what are some other schools that you uh looked into before you committed to Ole Miss?
2: man? So I, when I hit the portal, bro, I didn't know what to expect. I just because I had been hearing like a whole bunch of stories about people who've been on uh, hit the portal and their names got lost in the shuffle. So I was like, bro, like I, ain't, I was really, I was kind of nervous at first. I ain't gonna lie, and then I once I hit it, you know. I just started looking back, bro. Like, like I was saying, bro, I just started looking sitting back and just reflecting on everything. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like it was a lot of times I had conversations with my pops, bro. Uh, with even my, I was talking with my little brother at times, you know, things like that. Just, just, just to make any any sure,
1: perspective you could get,
2: really. And even, um, and bro, this is why I respect the linebacker coach that was there so much, bro. Um, coach Williams, Coach mm-hmm. Travis Williams, bro. He like this man legit sat me down and was like, bro, like I'm talking to you as like a father figure. Coach Williams is a guy that I could look at with the same amount of respect as I look at my pops with. For sure. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it was it was kinda like he sat me down, bro, and he was like, you know, listen, like and he really helped me. You know what I'm saying? Like he he reached out to um coach like once my name fully cleared through, um and it was uh officially that I was in the portal, you mm-hmm. know. He had coaches that was hitting him up, uh, asking about me. And he's vouching for you all. Good yeah, like things. the whole time, like, hey, man, he's a great leader. He gives his all every day. Yeah, just a, just a kid that you want to be around. That's why I really respect him. Yeah, that's that's but,
1: awesome, and it's, it's hard to come by. No, a I'm lot bad. of coaches get really uh, get really butthurt about guys leaving. My my experience was super rough with, you know, people just holding my transcript and stuff like yeah. that, and kind of trying to besperse my
3: name and and all of that. So, a new year has arrived. What's your resolution for twenty twenty four? How about making sure the roof over your head is well taken care of? Riverland Roofing is here for all your roofing needs, whether it's an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program. Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business to give you peace of mind in this, the new year. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Riverland Roofing is licensed and insured to service Mississippi and its surrounding states. So give Riverland Roofing a call today and make sure you and yours are protected all year round. Call Riverland Roofing at 662 644 4297. That's 662 644 4297. Visit them online at riverlandroofing.com. Riverlandroofing.com. It's Riverland Roofing for all of your roofing needs. A proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions podcast network.
2: Once I hit the portal, you know, first phone call I get, Coach Golden calling me. <laughs> I, mean, I believe it. I believe so it. So he, he called me, and, it, and this was like an everyday thing. Like, Me and Coach Golden, will be on the phone almost every day at around the same time. Like, I knew when 6 o'clock in the evening hit, he was going to call me. Right. And so, like, we'll be talking for hours. Like, sometimes we'll talk about football, you know, but majority of the time it was just him asking me how how I generally felt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Talked with Coach Kiffin a bunch. Um, Then I started getting interest from, like, a lot of SEC schools. So, I had interest from – well, I had offers from uh, Missouri, Oklahoma. Okay. Okay. I had TCU, uh, Louisville, Florida State again. Coach Saban called me like personally like, from his phone. Wow, that's insane. And it was like I was I was talking. I was I had got a phone call for from an Alabama number. I'm like, okay. Um, he was like, Poopaw. I was like, Yeah, yes, sir. This, this is him. He was like, Nick Saban, Alabama. How are you? I was like, Whoa, <laughs> God took a beat. I was like, No, nah, because at first, but all I was all I could say was are you serious? I I said, are you for real? And what's crazy is, my first day here, I committed to the University of Mississippi. Wow. Like, I hadn't even taken a photo shoot yet. What was the decider? Like, what was the the main thing in in that moment where you were like, yeah, this is where I want to be? Like, bro, just talking with Coach Golden and, and Coach Kiffin, you know what I'm saying? Like, those guys, like, those, those guys are genuine. You get what I'm saying? They mean yeah. what they say, and they say what they mean. Mm-hmm. So, it was like, you know, I was talking with them, bro, and I could just feel the vibe and just getting around you guys, you know. I talked to you for a little bit as well in the portal. I talked to J.J. Pagese a whole bunch. Yeah. Uh, T.J. Dudley hit me up a whole bunch in the portal. Even on Dart, like, I would FaceTime him and me and him play Fortnite. And I remember I was going to take the photo shoot. I was going to take the photo shoot. I snuck off and went to the bathroom. I forgot who was walking with me. The recruiting lady that was walking with me. I forget her name. Malika, maybe. And she was like, "Okay, yeah, it's right here." Went in there, and my parents was back, still having dinner with Coach Golden. And I called Coach. Uh, I called Coach Golden phone, and he was like, "What's up? you know how he is. what's up, big daddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah what's up, <laughs> little <hello>, daddy? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was like, I was like, Coach. Um, my parents still around? He was like. He was like, yeah, they're sitting right here. Oh, you want to talk to him? I was like, nah, uh, I was just letting you know, could you bring my parents down? I'm I'm committing tonight. Yeah, for sure. And That's so he awesome. was like, he looked at, he got quiet for a minute he was like, We on the way, little daddy. <laughs> he said, Come on, y'all, grab He said, grab you to go places, and get in the elevator. I can hear it. I can hear it right so there. I can hear it. We get down there, bro. And like, what I posted on Twitter is like the picture that I posted that I committed with. I took that picture off my iPhone. Like, that, oh, wasn't, wow. that wasn't even a picture that was edited or anything. Because like, you done posted it the same day. They, they ain't even uh, develop no, stuff so I stuff to get the flicks out. I had asked the dude. I was like, uh, so when y'all going to be done editing? And he was like, mm, it'll probably be probably about Sunday, Monday morning. I was like, yeah. nah, can you take a picture on my phone real quick? I like, hope y'all hear just how
1: excited and a part of this that Pooh wants to be. Like, the guy didn't even wait for the professional photos to get out. He wants y'all to know, like, how down he is, like how with us he is, like off rip, like to, to do something like that, cause you know how it's 2024. It's too many divas in this sport right now and guys want to be pretty and do all the flashy stuff like that. We got a real homegrown tough individual right here that don't care about none of that nonsense
2: and just want to play ball. Bro, that's like, and like I said, I just go all the way back to my home time, so sure. like Football is just more than a sport. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lifestyle where I come from. So, it's like, you either play ball or, like, because with the with the area that I'm from, you know, I'm proud of where I come from, no mm. doubt. Like, if anybody was to ever ask me, I'd never shy away from that. You know what I'm saying? But, of like, my city is the poorest city in Georgia. And it's, you know, it's high crime, everything like that. So, it's either... You know, it's either you, you're doing something good or you ain't, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody got that particular area in every state or right. some people grew up in that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and, so. But you have football as an outlet. Exactly. And so I use football, bro, not only for me, but like, I use it as like a motivational tool for other kids around there too. Like, you know, this ain't the way you have to go. For you sure. know what I'm saying? To. Mm-hmm to have this that or uh, have the things that you desire you know what I'm saying it's a right way to get those things too you know what i'm saying it's so, a, yeah it's a whole bunch of paths man it's a yeah, whole bunch so, of you seem like a beacon of light man no nah, fact so that's why um i'm really trying to come up with like an idea to like go back and like give back like a probably like a back to school drive or for something sure like yeah, that. Yeah, i'm yeah, trying to get is... that together right now so anybody out there uh knows anyone who wants to you know help out with that uh I'm more than I'm more than happy to you know just receive those recommendations and things like that. I can try to get something in the works. All right, now speaking of the hometown, we'll end it with this.
1: How in the world did you get the nickname Pooh,
2: bro? Okay, you better buck your seatbelt. So like, <laughs> uh, so I'm the first boy out of. Cause I got six older sisters. Whoa! (laughs) Run it back six. I got I got six older sisters and I got a younger brother. Okay. So it's like. And yeah, pops, he 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 just didn't give up. I guess so. so, uh, So, but um, you know, so I end up getting his name. You know, I'm a junior. Uh huh. So, but. Only my family members knew that my nickname was Pooh, and what's crazy, a backstory to that is both of my parents' nickname was Pooh when they was younger. Really, exactly. And they
1: but they didn't even know.
2: They didn't know, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like it just so they randomly found out one night um, when my I think my grandma had called my dad Pooh, mm-hmm. and then that's when they you know figured it's everything like, out. No, so, nah, yeah, facts. So well, my i was poo like, back
1: in the day too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: but they ended up they ended up calling me Pooh, but nobody knew that though. Only like close friends. You had to be like like real close friends to know and like family and things like that. But mm-hmm. so when I was young, I used to play on this AAU team. Uh, it was in it was a part of making Georgia. And it was the making it was the making Wildcats. Okay. And so um what happened was it was my first game there and I caught an interception. It was like the last like not really the last play of the game, but it was like four quarter, we down three, like it's either we get a stop or they score right here. So I ended up catching a pig real took it all the way back to the crib and like my mom the way the stadium was set up bro like it's like all the parents they was like lined up on the gate it's like a little league game, so you know they lined up on the gates and things like that Mm -hmm. so they first of all they had pullovers they still got these jackets by the way (laughs) that had poop all on the front and they had a painting of me on the back Oh, the hoodie. Yes, like the, the photo. <laughs> you know how you take football photos? Yeah, yeah, you got little yeah. kids standing there like uh-huh, that. yeah, one of they the OGs. They had that painted on the back of their jackets. Wow. All of them had matching jackets. I remember it was my mom, uh, two of my sisters, my auntie. My little brother and uh my dad. My so everybody dad Everybody was repping poop. Facts. Like everybody was out there just with everything on. So and then my mom had these gloves that had my pictures on and there the Like gloves, bro, like too. it was it was crazy, she bro. Getting are like, ready to sub in. It no nah, facts. So <laughs> like and then the thing about it is she had like this printout, it was a three D printout bro, of my head. <laughs> She had a fat head, too? Yeah. I'm like, when
1: is it going to stop?
2: Yes, like, the hoodie, bro.
1: the pant, the gloves. No, and like, she got a fat head.
2: One thing about my mom, bro, and I love my mom. To death, man. <laughs> I promise you I do. It, she, she just like, bro, when she, when she all in with something, she mm-hmm. all in. Like, she ain't going to go half-effort with yeah, my Yeah, mine, bro. too. She's probably the most
1: active person on social media that I've no, ever in fact, met
2: in my entire life. And this my pops with me, like you look at my pops, like everybody everybody knows my dad. Mm. And it's just simply cause he posts on Twitter every day. Every day. <laughs> <And so laughs> they love it, it. it. They love it. And it's like so, but I ended up scoring a touchdown and um my mom ended up holding up the three D head. Uh-huh. And that caught everybody's eyes because y'all already have on the matching jackets. Right. And so she got to scream in my name,
3: That's my baby, that's cool. <laughs> we love
2: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Good job. And I'm like, bro. So I tried to run, bro <laughs> I tried to run And tried to go hide on the bench Before anybody Because I, I can heal my homeboys They like Pooh What is that? <laughs> Pooh like, we, we ain't never heard of that And so they looked at the 3D head Yeah Bro, they couldn't even finish the game. They over there laughing at me so hard. Wow. And, like, bro, I went to school and everything. Like, yeah. Like, we younger, though, so, you know, they try to throw their little jokes. whatever. I had comebacks, though. I had comebacks. For sure. <laughs> and so, like, but as I got older, man, it, it just kind of grew on me. And, um, but my, that was the moment it stuck. No. Nah, been, yeah. been Poo ever since. Ever ever since. Like, even, even like, at my at my schools. Like, even here, nobody calls me Chris. Everybody calls me Poo. But, look, I appreciate you pulling up. Uh, It was great.
1: Y'all, this is Chris Poopaw, first guest on the Ivy League podcast. uh, And thank you.
3: A new year has arrived. What's your resolution for 2024? How about making sure the roof over your head is well taken care of? Riverland Roofing is here for all your roofing needs, whether it's an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program. Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business to give you peace of mind in this, the new year. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Riverland Roofing is licensed and insured to service Mississippi and its surrounding states. So give Riverland Roofing a call today and make sure you and yours are protected all year round. Call Riverland Roofing at 662-644-4297. That's 662-644-4297. Visit them online at riverlandroofing.com, riverlandroofing.com. It's Riverland Roofing for all of your roofing needs. A proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently.
3: From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank. Local. Invested. Modern Banking. Mail time. Mail, time. Oh, mail time! The, the mail's here. Bye bye. You've got mail.
0: Special mail for you.
3: This is a letter to Hollywood saying,
0: Keep it up,
1: movies are great. Here we are back with mail time, asking some questions from the old man spirit uh, with Pooh. First, we got since both of y'all are transferred, oh, this is from Grove Crew. Since both of y'all are transfers, how does Ole Miss compare to both of your former schools in terms of football program and as a school? And I'll change that a little bit to like, what are some of the similarities and differences in our scheme and then, you know, as school goes?
2: Hmm, so, really, really, honestly, though, like, as far as like scheme wise, um, it's kind of similar. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of similarities in what we do here that I did at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So, that, that that kind of made it easier to, you know, pick up on the scheme and things like that. As far as a school standpoint, I uh honestly like it here better, if I'm being honest. Yeah, um cool. and 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 the thing the reason why is uh y'all have an amazing like, you know what I'm saying, uh, educational staff. Yeah, the sports staff's great. Yeah, so you know, they, they 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 sit down, they generally take their time and things like Not that. For sure. So and plus they made it an easy transition for me. So if I if I had to be honest with you, I like it here better. All uh, right, for sure. Me too. Uh at tech.
1: School is crazy, so it's yeah, it's been a it's been a, a deep breath. Anyway, uh, our next question from E N C R E B: uh, favorite movie, Boys in the Hood. Toughest road environment. Mm,
2: skip that one right now. Okay, and the best
1: offensive and defensive player that you've ever played with,
2: with that I ever played with, That you've ever played with. Okay, so the best offensive player would have to be Rocket Sanders.
1: Yeah, he was a stud.
2: Now yeah, that that yeah, he's a stud. Yeah. Me and him came in together. Uh we early enrolled into Arkansas together. Mm. And so like I like I watched him like, you know what I'm saying, develop into the player that he yeah. is now. And as far as like a defensive player that I played with that I really enjoyed was um Landon Jackson. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. People yeah. give him a lot of flack for that clip yeah. from uh from that camp. But nah yo, yeah,
1: fat. He's a player. He's a player. <laughs> we did too though. We did too <laughs> in the locker room. <laughs> he's a player. So the toughest road environment? You got one? We we'll circle back. You got one? No, nah, I don't. All right. Uh from Matt Smith, who do you model your game after?
2: Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis, yeah.
1: That's a dog. Ben's favorite player of all times. So he's in yeah. the back going
2: crazy right now. Yeah, even when he was with the 49ers, bro, he was a GOAT.
1: <laughs> Most influential person in your life?
2: My pops, Pop. honestly. Yeah, my pops um, really, you know, really taught me a lot of things in life, bro. So, it, I, it had to be my pops. And uh, if I could pick two, it would be my mom, too, though. Because my mom, you know, she she kind of led by example. Mm-hmm. You know, she ain't really... She she talked, but she it wasn't that much. She just led by doing so. Yeah, you know my pops was the main one that talked. You know what I'm saying?
1: I feel the same about my mom. My mom was a, a trooper, man. Like going going through hell to keep us where we we're at.
2: No, nah, um, facts.
1: Especially after uh, my dad passed away, and mm-hmm. she's got to take on all this new responsibility as parent, like parenting wise and financially. Like mm-hmm. she really stepped up and did her thing. And then somebody that uh, that I model my game after is Eric Armstead. Is a Armstead is a guy that I I really like how he plays and all the Things he can do—he's very versatile, plays no inside badge. and out. Um, so, if you could change anything to the Ole Miss uniform, what would it be?
2: What would you add, take away? But I ain't gonna lie—the powder blue, tough. I—I I, I really like the powder blue. Yeah, yeah. I like the red too, though. So, just
1: they're perfect the way they are. You want to change a thing about them?
3: Honestly, icy white.
1: White on white numbers. But but we got that though, We're right? That, but with the red with the red numbers, red all yeah. white helmet with the red and the red script, that was clean. Yeah, that was super. That's clean. what I'm saying. I we really... wouldn't got our tail whipped in that.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I honestly, bro, like, I don't see no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really like the uniform. Yeah, me too. I think if I had to add one thing,
1: I would do a white jersey with blue accents. Okay. With real tree. On yeah. The, on the numbers. Yeah, fact. The Real tree helmet and then the real tree on the white numbers mm. or like a powder blue with the, with the white numbers but the the, the real tree uh, camo that'd be sick yeah that'd be yeah that'd be clean alright this one I think is just for me because it's an old player why do you think Victor Kern did not get any postseason love from the all-star games or combine, in, combine invites he stepped in and did a great job for us but it seems like uh, he's not received any postseason attention this is from ASIC um, uh, I don't know it, it goes over my head too it was a dog from day one when he stepped on campus. He was a hell of a player. Um I know personally from experience, like he's gotten me way better. He's real savvy, athletic, got great feet, and then sneaky strong. So um, yeah, you know, you'd think that he'd have got a lot more love, but a lot of that stuff is political. So, you know, on to the next. Golden Reb for Pooh. What do you like about Pete? Uh, as a defensive coordinator.
2: Bro, I just like the way – I just like his styles. Pete got, like, a type of swagger, bro. He got a type – he got this type of swagger that you just love to be around. Mm-hmm. Like, it just – it make it hard for you not to enjoy him. He's
1: almost like one of us. No, nah, facts he's like – like one of us with a
2: computer as a brand. Exactly. So, it's like, you know, he, it it really about that. Like, just that swagger that he mm-hmm. come in with, like, he walk in like he just a bad son. You know what I'm saying? He understand? walk
1: like, in like he's
2: 6'5" yoked up in 250. No, nah, facts. But, yeah. like, bro, like... And that's what I just love about him. Plus, he like, you know what I'm saying? He really takes pride in players and stuff, too, mm-hmm. so... Huge family
1: guy, too. No, nah, um, His wife
2: went here, and he wanted... He was, you know, destined to come back here
1: and, and make this place his home. He loves it here. And nah, you yeah. know his family's super happy to, uh, to be here, and they're super happy to be raising their kids here. So, just all around, just a great guy. Uh, from Dog Brewer, stadium atmosphere in the ACC versus the SEC. I'll take this one on. Um... Um, like, night and day. Just night and day in, in difference. I see Tech, that. we, uh, I don't think we sat capacity uh, for a single game, and I think our, our full capacity was, like, 40,000 or something like so. Even if really? we did, it wouldn't have been um, crazy as an atmosphere. We were lucky to have the city in the background, so the backdrop was super sick. Like, our stadium was centrally located in Midtown, where it just looked sick from every <laughs> angle. But uh, as far as, like, decibels and it being loud and fans going crazy you know the SEC is unmatched when we went to Kyle and played last year that or the first year I got here that was insane Death Valley last or the first year I got here as well that was insane so and then this past year at uh at Bryant Denny was crazy too so
2: these SEC stadiums really uh they really no, facts like night. I always tell people like the best environment I played in was Death Valley, bro. And it's it's sick. Especially at night. Yeah. It gets sick. When they do play. that,
1: uh when they do that um what's that song they sing, man? They sing little places too,
3: I think. They, they, yeah, little
1: places. And they also do uh neck. Neck. They do neck. yeah. neck at Nick. LSU is insane, yeah. bro. We were uh, it's, yeah. we were <laughs> neck. We were, but, Yo, <laughs> we were having a, a great first half. We were going to uh, halftime, either up one or down one. I can't remember. And then they came out, and Jaden Daniels just put on a clinic, had a hell of a game. And they are going down to score to more than ice it, and all you hear is, uh, yeah. bum, 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 bum. So that was an insane feeling. Like It <laughs> almost was like you cherish the moment because – I remember playing NCAA games and hearing that, and like you know seeing highlight clips of guys and and having that and hearing that behind it like and just being a kid and know what neck was, so to hear that in person and at me no, hey, <laughs> it was bittersweet um, who's the best player you've gone against in the s e c
2: oh okay, so bro, he actually transferred here the running back from uh l s u oh yeah. Uh, Logan did, Logan, Logan did yeah. bro. He's nice. He's nice. He's nice. I'm okay. telling you, like, and then another player would be, of course, Jane. Dan- that, bro, in person, Jane, like Jane Daniels is like electric. He's electric, yeah. He's like, electric. He, he's like sneaky fat Like when I was like one time, I was trying to chase this dude down. I promise you, this man was jogging, and mm-hmm. it looked like he's just gliding. He's on a air. he's a gazelle.
1: He's so long. he's like tall. He's so
2: long. Um, I think he's.
1: I thought he was like 6'4", maybe, 6'3", 6'4". I I get out there, I'm like, this. he's all the 6'6". Like, he's all the 6'5". No, thanks. Something like that. So, uh, no, he's he's got very sneaky athleticism and and is a stud, Tottenham Rock. Uh, From Big Six, obviously you're still maturing as a football player, but can you talk about some aha moments when you fully realized what you were truly capable of? I'll go, I was at a uh, practice my freshman year – and I came in like I came in playing like I came in, and the coaches really pushed for me to play. But there were still some guys in front of me, so um, I ended up being on the scout team. Like I would go back and forth from the scout team, and um, and then get my time in rotating with the ones. And uh, I, I remember it was just this moment. We had one of these huge before I got there, like two, three years before I got there. Not two, like a solid two, not even three. Years before I got to Ole Miss, it was full-on triple option before they hired Jeff Collins. Oh, yeah. So, the O-linemen really they recruited are straight run blockers. Not like, they're fits. all just wide, stocky, short, mm-hmm. fast, quick run blockers. And um, there was a super big guy. His name's Kenny. Um, and I just – it was one play where I just – I I think somebody came out and I just went in and I was playing inside. I was playing um, a two, which is head up on a guard. And um, I just – him, shed into the gap, made a tackle, and I looked back to get the next call and Coach Collins was just sitting there like in awe, like No nah, facts. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm I'm not even two hundred and fifty pounds yet, like, and to do something like that and see his reaction definitely uh was an aha to what I could be capable of the future. How about you?
2: So really my, my, my biggest aha moment was um it was really when we played against LSU my my sophomore year. And I ended that game with two sacks, oh, and that was really like the the point that I had got to. Where I was like, bro, like you know, if I really, you know, put my head down and like really, you know, just continue to want to be developed, bro, mm. I could really be nice. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. you know, that was and just having those two, bro, and then with it being my first real year of like gaining, like getting in game experience and things like that, bro, it was, it was it was wild for me. And plus, it was like a good, it was a great game actually. So like Man. we Did end up winning that? No we end up losing By three But the <sighs> thing about it is uh, Our defense ended that game With seven or eight sacks Sheesh Yeah no that's So yeah That's a like, hell of a night It, it was tough Alright still from Big Six
1: Who on the team is most likely To eat something off the ground? I know you're new But I know you've seen Some st- shiesty stuff In that locker room nah, facts.
2: Uh Who would be the most likely Like Shiesty Shy? no, Shite
1: wouldn't do that. they just take me for that person, bro. Shite, just take me for that person. Sheitz, if Shite would do something like, and we're talking about Trey Washington, if Shite would do something like that, it would be one of those you never expect the quiet ones. Type exactly. Of vibe. You so so he's like, mean? you never expect mm, the quiet ones type of vibe. If I had to give one, I'm going to go eat something off the ground, man. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Jeremy James, but he thinks nobody's looking. <laughs> <laughs> like he thinks it's a five-second roll, but it's really a 10-second roll. And he thinks nobody's around, and he's snagging that up and gobbling it. Uh who on the team is most likely to answer their phone if you call them at 3 a.m. Good dude you've met so far. TJ. TJ? TJ. Yeah, no, TJ solid. I would say uh JJ Pegues. Yeah. Um this is from Frida girl, why Ole Miss and what are your goals uh, coming up from the year and what are the uh, main parts of your game that you want to work on? I don't
3: know. You know how to answer all that. Uh I ask those this questions again? What was the first one? Why Ole Miss? You already did that, right? Uh-huh. What was the
1: second one? Why Ole Miss? What are your goals? And uh, what are the biggest part of your, parts of your game you need to work on? Just do the goals. Just say, you're What are your goals? All right. All right, now this one's from Free Girl. Why Ole Miss, and what are your goals for the upcoming year?
2: Uh, so really, um, my upcoming goals is it's kind of you know, last year I was on Buckets of World Watch List, so mm. obviously you know I want to be the best that to ever do it. So, you know, uh, I want to get back on that list. I want to win it. Honestly, I want to win the buckets. Uh, the next goal is I want to win a national title. Like sure. I feel like this team, especially with the Porter class that we just brought in, bro, and all the guys that's already here that that bought in, like, bro, I feel like we really got a chance to, you know, get out there and actually, you know, do it.
1: Yeah, like, and that's nothing to be shy about exactly, going into this like,
2: year. That is the goal. That is the mission. Um, and you know, as a collective, that's all we're focused. No, nah, nah, like for real. And so, like, and then another one. Um. Another goal for me, bro, Like, and I'm being honest, is just, uh, get closer with my faith. Mm. I feel like um, I kind of neglected that a little bit last year. Not Well, not necessarily neglect, but I, I kind of fell back, you know, as far as, you know, as that goes. But I, I just feel like that's something that I need to work on and get better at. So.
1: Speaking of that, uh, last Wednesday I went to FCA for the first time in a minute, and uh, they're having it again today. So. At five, if you'd like to come to the team. Oh, there. yeah, bro. That sounds good. We'll be in there uh, doing some fellowship. So okay, no, bet. Yeah. and then um, this is for Red Bud from Red Bud. Uh, this is for me because I'm a big music guy. My three favorite vinyl albums right now, uh, and what is it I like about them? <sighs> really tough because I got like, like – I'm pushing 50 right now. I'm really trying to build – really trying to build um, – Right now, what I listen to most often is Tyler Childers, Tyler Childers, uh, the Red Barn. Uh, he did a live performance, recorded all those, uh, and put out a record. I love that. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I got the greatest hits album. You give me like I I gotta have that in my top. Yeah, three. That, yeah. That, that was one yeah. of the first. That was one of the first few records I, I got. I like
2: that one. I like that one, honestly. And I do. um Who's your first one?
1: That was one of the first few I got. Well, I'll go okay. with the, I'll go I'll go with my first two. The first two I got were I got Al Green's greatest hits and I got okay. that Earth & Fire okay, yeah. greatest hits. So yeah. I'll go Al Green, Earth Wind and & Fire, and then Tyler Childers, and then I gotta sneak a fourth Otis oh, Redding in there too. I love Dock of the Bay. Dock of the Bay. Yeah the Bay is a is a Otis was a bad man. Great album, top to bottom. And then Since you have family from Jamaica, will you give us a review of the new Bob Marley movie? I will be watching that sometime this week. So, next week, I will get into that and uh, my opinions on the movie, if they did him justice, if they got the accents right. Um, So, yeah, no, I can't wait to chop it up about that. There's a new Bob Marley? Yeah, there's a new biopic about uh, The Life of Bob Marley. Yeah. Okay. Just dropped, like, last week or something. Is it on Netflix? No, it's in theaters right now. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I'm going to head up there, see about it. All right, now from Rebel Mac... If there's one guy in practice they don't want to match up with, who is that? Do you have anybody at
2: Arkansas that was giving
1: you hell at practice?
2: Bro, yes. And uh it was it was another running back that we had, uh his name is Rashad Dubinian. Oh, okay. He actually is from Georgia as well. He went to Cedar Grove High School. Georgia Products, man, the best the best uh state in the no country. Doubt. producer no high doubt school. By a long shot. It's it's not even close. Not even close. But even in high school, he was cold because I played him in high school too, and it's like as he got in college, he just got better. Yeah. And so it was like, bro, like that was just one guy I could honestly say that I lined up against, and I was like, bro, I literally don't know what he's gonna throw. I literally don't know what he's gonna throw at me. It'd so be
1: like that. I uh, I'll say Jameer Gibbs from my time at Ooh, Tech. yeah. So yeah. I came quick quick story. I came in. Um, I was super skinny in high school. I played my uh, senior season at like two fifteen, maybe two twenty, soaking wet on some days. Um, when I came in, I was playing that stand-up Jack type situation, okay. mm-hmm. um, that like outside backer hy- hybrid. And, uh, you know how sometimes you'll have the flat route, you'll drop 45 to the flat right route above the numbers. And I had Jameer coming out. This is like right when we stepped on campus, we couldn't even like wear pads and stuff. It was weird. We did OTAs like with spit masks and all that. It was all the COVID stuff. I drop back, turn around. Jameer's coming straight at me. I'm thinking he's running a wheel route. I get to turn on my hips. Uh, he sticks right into an angle route. Did a full 360. Just embarrassed me. Um, so yeah, long story long story short, two weeks later, maybe my hand was in the dirt. So
2: <laughs> I've been I've been a
1: true DND lineman uh, ever since. So he was he was definitely a nightmare at practice all right this is from frida girl again what are some of the young players that
2: have impressed you so far in the
1: workouts
2: bro so it, it's actually been a couple of them that um that really just caught my eye i don't know if they know if they freshmen or not but um what's his name he, i think he he played d line as well cam yeah well, I I was I was talking about him last week. Yeah. I got a similar question and, yeah. and he's who I brought up
1: too. He's, he's looking real good.
2: Yeah, he is. He is, especially like with the running and things like that, bro. He looks he looks and to his shape like you can tell that guy right there like he's hard work son. Nah, for sure. Uh really really him. He he's the one that I just really just looking at uh going throughout the workouts and things like that just simply because like he was one of the guys that was here. Uh, when I took my official, mm-hmm. and I just remember – that was just a guy that I remember mm-hmm. uh, talking to. As time goes on, you know, I'll start remembering faces and names and things like that mm-hmm. and get more constant which ain't going to take long, but uh, really just watching him move around. And yeah, he's he's looking.
1: been looking good early days. He's been looking good.
2: This is from Reb
1: Traxler. What games are you looking forward to most?
2: For this upcoming season? For this upcoming season, yeah. So, yep. really – of course, the Ed, bro. no doubt. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to be no in that doubt. one. Georgia, I'm really excited to, you know, given the circumstance that was last no, year. I'm ready to plus, get out like, the woods. Bro, like my freshman year, Georgia did me bad too. Arkansas, mm-hmm. so like, you know, I just I always wanted that, the opportunity to at least play like one of those elite teams again. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that game right there is really going. It's going to really separate us. You get know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we already done separated ourselves from what happened last year. Yeah. But I feel like that that game right there is going. to, You know what I'm saying? that's going to push us over the edge. That'll be the statement. That'll yeah. be the st- I'm
1: excited to uh to play Oklahoma 2 now that they're in the Oklahoma. SEC. I think that'll yeah. be a good one.
2: That's going to be a good one. All
1: right. All right, we got a uh, Landshark 54. How was coach Savage's Valentine's Day workout? I know it's fun. Um we actually had today off. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so somebody so, uh, as good as it could have possibly been. <laughs> we just had we just had some meetings. Um
2: <laughs> And called it a day. Had a little walkthrough and right. called it a day. Internally grateful. Because yeah. yeah, bro, like my first week here. Jesus. You know Savage God.
1: gonna come, Trump. What? Then we uh the D-line been working out at five in the morning, and that's been crazy to wake up that early and do that crazy of workouts. So Just, well, my thanks to Mr. Poopall, my thanks to Riverland Roofing, and my thanks to Old Miss Spirit, along with the Rebel Nation. Thank you guys for uh, this segment of Mail Time.